Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome back to a brand new DNF1 F1 podcast. I hope that you're all doing well and thank you as always for being here. It's great to have you along for a bit of F1 chat and discussion and this is the second episode of a new mini-series that I wanted to try and do for you guys over the F1 off-season and part of this mini-series is to talk about the brand new cars for the 2024 season in the first episode of this mini-series, we discussed the new Haas, the 2024 Haas F1 team car, the VF24. We talked about the new car, what I thought of the livery, what we'd seen and heard from the team principal Ayo Komatsu on their chances for this season, and just a little bit of a reflection on 2023 to go with that as well. And in this episode, we're going to be discussing the new Williams car, the FW46 that broke cover today at Williams HQ, although I think it was a launch in New York actually, which was quite interesting, but we were able to see a live stream of it on the Williams website and even though a lot of people complaining about leaks in the past, I think it was leaked like a minute or two before the live stream started and we had Will Buxton, the F1 journalist, presenting and they pretty much cut to the chase and showed us the car right away. So it wasn't too disappointing although you know like most people they just can't help themselves and leaks get out but as far as they go it wasn't that bad as it has been in the past I'm I remember a few years ago when I can't remember what year it was it might have been 2021 where Williams were planning to launch their car on their app and do a VR version where you could have a mock-up version of the new Williams in your living room or in your garden or wherever you were watching it via the app something like what you've got on Pokemon Go I don't know but it got completely ruined and the app was shut down or whatever it was, something crazy like that. We didn't get anything like that this time around, so that was good at least. Um, so looking at the new car, and I'll be honest with you guys, I I like it. I mean, I, I like the Williams anyway. I think it's always a very good looking car recently. I do feel that this one is a bit darker than what we saw last year. I would have liked to have seen a bit more light blue highlighting the darker parts of this car to really make that livery pop again you know Williams do like a special livery they do like to change things up every now and then so we might see something like that but overall I actually think it's quite good I'm glad that they kept with the Duracell battery on the hood of the car on the roll hoop so that's really really good I'm glad that they kept that um, so that's quite cool there's more sponsors on the car this year of course, you know, golf being a big part of the team, it's still on that car as always. Um, 
They've also got some other brand sponsors like MyProtein, for example, and Komatsu, which is quite a big corporate sponsor for them. Um, anyone wondering, is there any link between Komatsu, the company, and Ayo Komatsu, the Haas team principal? As far as I'm aware, there isn't. I think the F1 journalist Chris Medlin pointed that out on social media. That is, it's just purely a coincidence, but it will be interesting to see Ayo Komatsu's reaction when there is a car on the grid that will be racing and challenging against uh, his own team and obviously a car brandishing his own name as well. So that'd be quite interesting. But as far as Chris Medlin was saying on social media that it's complete coincidence, Komatsu is a Japanese industrial equipment manufacturer, nothing to do with Ayo. So yeah, purely coincidental, but it is quite fun to pick that one out as well. It's nice to see that Williams have more corporate sponsors on the car. I know people don't pay too much attention to this. And I think McLaren have really been the pioneers of showcasing uh, the success of a team that is now fitting as many sponsors as possible on the car. And Zach Brown has been very instrumental in achieving that. And we're starting to see a little bit of that in Williams as well. So that's a good thing. It means more money coming into the team and more revenue, of course, means more money that they can use to improve the car. Of course, within the cost cap, but then there are the CapEx regulations that we heard a lot about last season, particularly with Williams. And that has been a key pillar of where they want to improve on to try and improve the team's fortunes and really put it back amongst those other teams that they once considered rivals, you know, the likes of McLaren and Ferrari in particular, who have since gone on as expected to be some of the biggest teams in the sport still to this day. And Williams have been left behind by that over the last couple of decades since they were dominant back in the 90s. So it's nice to see Williams are starting to make some headway forward and uh, hopefully that will continue for them. But overall, I like this car. I'll be honest, I maybe I'll think differently when I see this on circuit. I did like last season's one a little bit better. But this one looks very clean. I think that's a word a lot of people have used. It looks very, very clean, this car. So it's it's a good start for Williams. I'd say probably seven and a half, maybe eight out of 10, in my opinion. It looks better than the Haas. I think to compare the other cars that we've seen, it looks better than the Haas. I think the McLaren is probably the best car that we've seen so far in terms of livery. And we should stress that whilst in these episodes, I do like to pick out a few technical bits or details that we've seen. Williams have explicitly said that this is just a livery launch. I know comparing this year's car to last year's car, there are some differences on the renders, but you've got to remember that this is probably the Williams that ended the season in Abu Dhabi, whereas the Williams we saw at 2023 would have most likely been a brand new car or the car that ended the season in 2022. So there are some differences here that we can see on the bodywork, but as far as I'm aware, nothing that comes out to me saying, oh, this is brand new. There might be one or two small little pieces, but this is a livery launch. I think we'll see the real Williams in the shakedown on the 20th of February, I believe, which of course is right before pre-season testing later that week. So looking at some of the quotes that were mentioned and some of the interviews that were done during Williams's live stream with Will Buxton, um, everybody had some good positive things to say. This was nice and refreshing. Um, we saw during the Haas launch, Ayo Komatsu was not critical, but was very honest and blunt about Haas's potential chances heading into the 2024 season, or at least giving us a sense of reality where they were looking like they were going to be on the back foot, which of course was quite concerning for anyone affiliated with Haas or anyone supporting them. But 
you know, we do see that more often now. We do see some team principals that feel that winter has not been kind to them or they've not been able to achieve their targets. More often than not now, they are much more honest about it. And we saw that with McLaren with Andrea Stella. He was very honest about it and where McLaren were coming up short. Fortunately, they were afforded the patience and they were able to turn it around. Whether Haas do or not, we'll have to wait and see. But as far as Williams are concerned, they look very, very upbeat. Um, talking to James Vowles, Will Buxton was just a few bits from the interview that he had with him. He was quite upfront and honest about Williams's progress. He was saying that uh, it's a significant milestone for them to unveil the 2024 livery in New York. And the FW46 had been the focus of the team for many, many months now. He says about 12 months normally. Um, but he said it was a tremendous effort going from everyone at the Grove to deliver their challenger for this year. And he was talking about their chances for 2024 because Williams in 2023 had a great season. In my opinion, they did. James himself said it was a good season, not a great one, because, you know, can you really be ecstatic about finishing seventh? But given where Williams were 12 months ago, and even before that, when we all remember they couldn't even get a car out for pre-season testing a few years ago for about three or four days, that's as low as they've ever sunk in the sport. And there was a real concern that Williams may not even be in the sport a few years ago before Doralton Capleton came in and uh, bought the team out from Claire and, and Sir Frank Williams, of course, the late Sir Frank Williams. And it's great to see that Williams are making some progress now and are looking ahead rather than just trying to preserve the position that they achieved last season. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, and James was saying that as they were looking to build on the momentum from last season, they have a great driver lineup in Alex and Logan that is capable of consistently fighting for points, which will help lead their development for the future. He went on to say that since joining Williams a year ago, he'd seen this team pull together to overcome a number of challenges and claim seventh in the Constructors' Championship, which meant a great deal for everyone involved. And that they've also shown the world that they're building the foundations for moving forward. They will continue to strengthen the team both on and off the track for improvements to their infrastructure, investing in their people, and of course, attracting fantastic new partners like Komatsu, for example. He did go on to stress that there was a need for patience and said that there was still a long way to go on this journey, but he knows that their fans, partners and everyone involved is pushing as one to create a new history for this iconic team. But it will take time. And he did say, in his opinion, that they will get there. And that is the most encouraging part for Williams supporters. They will get there. For anyone anyone as old as I am will probably grow up remembering Williams when they were very, very strong. And even then, that was slightly before I was watching Formula One. I mean, my interest in F1 was from the mid-90s, back at the point where Williams's grip on F1 was starting to um, loosen a little bit. And that's when we entered the era of Ferrari, McLaren. And then, of course, we went on to Red Bull and Mercedes, back to where we are today. And Williams have very much been out of that equation for almost three decades now. So it's long overdue that Williams are trying to get back to the front again, preserve the legacy that it still has. And it's obviously a very rich one as well. For many F1 fans, if you weren't able to experience it, 
very much try and look it up, have a look and see what Williams were like in the past. It was as good as it came in terms of an independent team taking it to the big manufacturers in motorsport. And they did a great job of doing that. That's ultimately the goal that James Vowles wants for Williams going forward. And based on what we saw last season, I think if Williams continue on the trajectory that they are, there's absolutely no reason why they can't achieve that. Or at the very least, put themselves back in the frame again as a team that are are feared and respected and considered a huge threat to not only race victories, but maybe even a world championship in the future. Of course, it will take some time. We can't kid ourselves into thinking that it's going to happen overnight, as James has already said, but things are looking good for Williams, and I hope the car is as fast as she looks. Alex Albon was very much in praise of the car. He says the car looks great. He loves the look of it. Um, He said it looks fast. Of course, in the simulator, we won't know what it's like until it's out on the track for real. But um, he was, you know, he was very much praising this guy. He was saying coming off the back of a very positive year, they were hoping to build on their progress in 2024, work hard and make some good steps forward in performance. He did say that what was quite interesting, that that they'd asked a lot of the team in the factory to get this car to where they feel it needs to be. And they have changed the philosophy of the car, which is quite interesting because Williams were very much known to be a team that had a car that was quite slippery in a straight line. It was very quick, not the best in the corners. So perhaps changes some of the characteristics to make it a bit more rounded across a variety of circuits rather than just being a bullet at a few and terrible at the rest of them. That to me is a good step forward. Williams are acknowledging where they're weak and they are trying to make improvements going forward. It may not come instantly for them they may struggle to understand it but they are making the right steps by the sounds of things or at least based on what the drivers are telling us at the moment Um, he did say that it would require an adjustment in driving style but he did say it was confident that it would be a change for the better and you know based on what we saw from Alex Albon last year if he's able to get on top of that adjustment and really get the most out of this car if it is an improvement relative to the competition then obviously it's going to be very exciting for Williams going forward. And I think that kind of leads us to the final thing that I wanted to talk about with Williams, and that is probably the area that I think needs to improve the most. And that's the second driver, Logan Sargent. Now, Logan contributed, I think it was one point last season to Williams, and that came as a result of uh, a disqualification for both Lewis Hamilton and Charles Leclerc, interestingly, will be teammates at Ferrari in 12 months' time um, at the US Grand Prix. And, And Sargent was very blunt about what happened last season. He was saying that he took some time to properly reflect on his rookie season and that he'd learned a lot from those experiences Uh, and it's something that he feels can only benefit him going forward entering this new season he said he knows his goals for this year and he'll be looking to build on that progress that he'd made since being a part of the team and he will hope to contribute more to the team's success now more being the operative word there because as I've already mentioned Albon was it 26 27 points he scored last year one of the drivers of the season and Sargent didn't contribute anywhere near enough. Now, his second season, we d- we do often see a lot of drivers these days get at least two Formula One seasons where their first season, you know, you can judge them so much, but then obviously they have to make tangible improvements going forward in that second season. It will be a big ask for him and it will be tough, but Williams will certainly hope that he will be able to contribute more in terms of constructors' championship points. And if the car is more to his liking, based on the feedback he would have given, because let's remember last season, 
the 2023 car would not have really featured much of what he would have given in terms of feedback. He was a very late acquisition to the team. Um, at a point, they thought they were going to bring in Nick DeVries. So, you know, the fact that Logan Sargent was in that car, you can't really hold it too much against him in terms of what he would have wanted in the car. This season, however, is a very different story. And for Logan, there's probably not going to be much excuse if he has another difficult season like he did last season. He will need to make progress. I'm sure Williams will be very mindful of that. They have been very supportive. But of course, you can only stretch someone's patience so far. And for all the wonderful things that James Vowles has said about being patient and that the results will come and they will make steps forward, that has to be translated into what the drivers are doing. So a big season ahead for Logan Sargent, a big season ahead, of course, for Alex Albon, Um, you know, not just at Williams, but there are some teams that I'm sure will be keeping tabs on him for this year. Now that Hamilton is going to Ferrari, there's now a seat potentially at Mercedes and maybe there's a seat at Red Bull. There have been some rumours saying that Red Bull are very much interested in bringing Albon back into the team. So, of course, a good 2024 season, even if he only stays at Williams for another year, is certainly not going to hurt him and it's certainly not going to hurt the team either. But I'm very much looking forward to seeing what Williams can do this season. I'm very hopeful that they can make progress up the order. They seem to be doing the right things. They seem to be making good progress. They seem to have the right people and everything is going up for them in terms of the infrastructure, in terms of the quality of what they're doing, the resources, more money coming in. The team boss seems to be, um, well, we know James Vowles is a proven winner. He proved that at Mercedes. He knows what a winning team looks like. So all the ingredients are there for Williams to make some relatively significant improvements up the field. Hopefully for their sake, they'll be able to achieve that this season. But we'll have to wait and see how that goes down. But let me know your thoughts on the new Williams. Do you like it compared to last season? Is it a nice livery in your opinion? Or perhaps you don't like it. Let me know your thoughts. And also let me know how you think Williams are going to do this season. But of course, as always, make sure if you enjoy this podcast to leave us a five star review. As I mentioned in the last episode, we will be doing some uh, some readouts or shout outs from some of the five star reviews that we have received in the last few months or so. And of course, we're very grateful for all of your support guys so thank you so much for everyone that has supported us but do continue to do so because we need your support if we're going to grow and get bigger as a podcast and grow the dnf1 community that's what we want to do make great content for you guys but until then guys we will be back tomorrow where i will be talking about the other car that broke cover on tuesday and that of course or on monday actually i should say and that is the stake f1 car the c44 which will be the penultimate car that comes from Sauber before eventually it becomes Audi in 2026. So I'm very much looking forward to seeing how that car looks. And that is also another team that is looking to make uh, some gains heading into the 2024 season. But until then, guys, thanks for tuning in. As always, please stay safe and we'll see you in the next episode of the DNF1 F1 podcast. And remember, as always, if you're not first, you're probably DNF1. Take care. Podcast Network.